Gentlemen, you are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungamak. I am woof, Ungamak. Mispronounced my own name. My goodness. I am the founder and curator of the Gird Up Project, and I am super excited to share what I'm learning, um, what I'm discerning, and what uh, is on my heart with you. Now, the reality is that a couple years ago, I woke up, looked around, and said, I'm not the man I want to be. I'm not becoming the man I want to be, and I don't see a lot of men around me that I want to emulate. And so it became my mission and my project um, to find to identify men of God who I wanted to be like, to talk to them, and to uh, learn as much as I could about Christian manhood and masculinity. And this is the result. Uh, This is where we've gone um, from there. So we've got all kinds of awesome things on this show for you to enjoy, to help edify you and help you grow as a man of God. We pray that we can be a blessing to you, um, just as this work and this study has been a blessing to me. This episode of the Gird Up Podcast is sponsored by Pastor Paul Steinberg and the Christ for Disciples Podcast. Pastor Paul Steinberg is a pastor. He's got his doctorate. He's a wicked smart guy. He himself is the father of five sons, and he is in charge of the chaplains and schools ministry here in the city of Milwaukee, doing wonderful things, launching churches, um, keeping kids and their families in the Word of God. But the Christ for Disciples podcast uh, is on five days a week where Pastor Steinberg applies God's word to raising the next generation in the Lord. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast at ChristForDisciples.com on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else. Again, that's ChristForDisciples.com. And that resource is even more important right now (laughs) when a lot of us are stuck in our homes with our kids every single day. Uh, What a wonderful opportunity to remember and be reminded why we are here, why we have kids in our lives, um, and what role we play in their spiritual development. So thank you, Pastor Steinberg, for putting that together. Uh, We pray that uh, it continues to be a blessing as well. If you... Want to find another way to be involved in the podcast? If you want to hear yourself be advertised or your company or your business or your ministry advertised on the Gerda Podcast, feel free to let me know. Um, otherwise, I'm always here. I'm looking for things to keep me busy at the moment. Um, so feel free to reach out, contact me. All that information is at the end of the show. So after the intro, intro, we'll get into our man of the Bible today, who is Boaz. Here we go. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. All right, digging into the life of Boaz again today. Uh, we want to talk about Boaz as the kinsman redeemer. What do you think? Should a man always be the one to make the first move? Or do you find it attractive when women approach you? Does it intimidate you? If you're young and single, especially high school, college age, this might sound like a dream come true among all the whispers and sideways glances during class, right? Wouldn't it be nice if some young lady just walked right up to you and said, hey, I like you. Maybe such a proposition makes you nervous. 
There are a few men in the world who would willingly allow themselves to be dominated by a bulldozer of a woman, and we've all seen men who've had that life slowly drained from their veins as a quarrelsome wife brings an end to the world he once knew, right? Is this uh, is this a sign? If she's walking right up to you and introducing yourself, is this a sign that uh, she's going to be the kind of woman who always wants to be the alpha? Or maybe she's just confident. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Has this ever happened to you? Has a woman ever approached you like this? What happened next? What do you think would happen next? I don't know. But I, personally, by God's grace, have been blessed more than once to be approached by young women of faith, as have several of my friends, um, who found us to be attractive. What a compliment that is, right? Uh, My mom always said that. Take it as a compliment. And it's true. What a joy to know that others observe our commitment to the Savior, appreciate it, and desire to join us in the fight. It's a true blessing. And the truth is that there are often far more women, especially young women, connected to Jesus in a real way than there are young men in many churches. And so a lot of young women have been emboldened to walk the walk and pursue the men around them who actually are faithful men of character. Ruth did just that. Although Ruth had no rights, no property, no education, and no privilege as a widow and as a foreigner in Israel, she found a man who loved the Lord, and she presented herself to him. What a risk. Boaz had been drinking that night, and he passed out behind the grain pile, which is not the most discreet place in Bethlehem. And she gets all dolled up, and she sleeps at his feet. What if somebody had noticed? What if Boaz hadn't been the man of integrity she believed him to be? What if he had misunderstood her intentions and declared her to be an adulteress? Make no doubt, Ruth is taking a risk, but she trusts the father to do his work, both in Boaz's heart and her own. And with that in mind, I actually might contend that this leap of faith that Ruth took wasn't really that great of a risk at all. Because you see, Isaiah Chapter 30, verse 21 says that whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Those who know the Father and will know his will, and they will hear his voice. We won't always know exactly what to do, but trusting the Lord to remake, reform, and refashion our hearts, we trust the Spirit's leading to show us the way to walk. If I'm in tune with Jesus, I'll be in tune with his will. Ruth knows this, and she, first of all, Trust her spiritual advisor, Naomi. Trust her judgment and encouragement. And two, trust that the Spirit will work in Boaz's heart as well, guiding him to do what is right and execute his duties as kinsman redeemer. Are you the kind of man who will never, ever let himself be led by his wife? Do strong, motivated women repel or intimidate you? Examine your heart. Pray that the Lord, that the Spirit develops in you a heart like Boaz who saw the Lord working in a widow and let her for a time take the lead. And led by the Spirit and by her pushy mother-in-law, Ruth calls Boaz into the next stage of his manhood, into a new role as husband and then as father. What a great blessing. Praise God for the Spirit-filled women that he has placed in our lives, particularly if you have one as a wife. Let's reflect on that. Single guys. Do you have spiritual expectations for the women that you pursue and date? What role does your faith play in your pursuit of a wife? What role should it play? I'd love to know what those expectations are. Think about it. 
married guys, you've already found a wife. So is your wife filled with the Spirit? Is she on fire for Jesus? Does she have a personal relationship with the Father? You are accountable for that. So how can you support her and help her to cultivate real, lasting, and genuine faith? That's your, that's your job. Two, Scripture tells wives to be submissive to their husbands, but he also commands men to love their wives as Christ loves the church. What does this mean? And how does it shape the way we interact with our wives and girlfriends? And three, imagine that you are giving your own son advice on dating and relationships. Some of you guys should be doing this already. What guidance would you give regarding faith in females? What guiding principles might help him identify young women of faith, the young women of faith he should be pursuing? Think about it. It'd be a good, uh, some good practice for you. Let's pray on this before we head out. Let's pray. Lord, you have made both men and women in your own image. Help us to see the women in our lives as your daughters, whom you love enough to die for. Work humility in our hearts and the hearts of the women we love, and help us to know, hear, and follow your voice. Lead us closer to you and further up and further into your mercy and love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.